You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. Oneofus.net and all of the shows on it are 100% subscriber supported. Please consider becoming a subscriber to oneofus.net. Keep the site and all of our great shows going and get some terrific bonus content as well. All right, we're back with this episode. Now, we talked about this in between on the break, and very quickly, I want to shotgun around this and have everyone name one thing that was the worst movie, show, game, or anything that they did this year. So, um, you know what? London, why don't we start with you? What was the single worst thing that you experienced this year? <sighs> All right, and that will be Parasite. I'm kidding. <laughs> dude, Jack oh might just God. want to kill you, dude. <laughs> okay, I want that reaction. No, um... It's, my my answer is still controversial. It's Maleficent 2. What? I don't think anyone cares it's about that. No I fucking love that movie. movie. I don't know. It's, Why is it controversial? Who's okay. going to fight you? I don't know. I hear Maleficent 2 is the best Disney movie ever made. <laughs> it's the best. Okay, I'll say this. It's like the best movie. Disney movie about genocide I've ever seen. Oh, wow. No, have you ever wow. seen the uh, Der Fuhrer's face? The... Uh, the what? Donald Duck cartoon? Dear Fury? Oh, yes, oh right. we have. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, so, cool. yeah, pretty bad. Well, back to a more controversial yeah. opinion. Maleficent 2, why is it so bad? It Okay, it's I, I didn't see the first one. I went in with my mom. I thought it was going to be, okay, fun little Disney movie, whatever. And then about towards the end, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of genocide in this. <laughs> and then at the end, and I'm um, spoilers friend. Spoilers for anyone who wants to see it, but screw it. I hate the movie anyway. Um, there's like, oh, we're going to have a nice marriage. Everything's okay. All these people got killed, but it's fine. The, you know, the elites are married. So good for them. Yeah. Kiss my ass. Wow. Yeah, I, I hated the first movie, so I, I didn't even bother with the second movie. I'm just like, whatever. It's the, uh, it's the DC of Disney movies. It's all dark, <laughs> it's all dark and gritty and shit. Yeah. All right, then, uh, Julian, dare I ask you what's the worst thing you experience? February, I downloaded a demo, a beta, if you will, for this game called Anthem, published by a oh my god. What a shocker. Oh my god. I've never been so insulted in my life with a piece of media. What a like what a flaming piece of shit. Look it up. I'm feel sorry for you if you spent money on it. If you were foolish enough to buy the eighty dollar version of the game with a bunch ah! of DLC that never even fucking came out and never will come out, it, it is the reason why I say it is the worst is because that is the fucking poster child for how you do not make video games. You don't take these very talented developers and force them to make something without a fucking solid plan in the first place. Anthem. One of the biggest pieces of shit, maybe of all time. Wow! You have clearly not played enough games of 2019. If you think that's the worst one, it's still uh, pretty to, bad. To, no, to be fair, in terms of like big budget games, it's maybe the worst. Oh, that, thank that you. That was Shag. supposed to be the best game. What, of the what year game too. production got messed up because of that game's production? Uh, oh right, uh, Dragon yeah. Age. Uh, well, they I were working on a Star Wars game that they canceled. Aww. Everyone worked on a Star Wars game that got canceled. I worked on a Star Wars <laughs> game that got canceled. <laughs> well then, uh, Alan. Okay. Now I know you said one, but I I, I know <laughs> I know goodness. I'm sorry, I, but TV 
Fuck you, Brad Stark. <laughs> oh, 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 God. King Brad Stark. Why do you think I came all this way? Fucking kill everybody. D&D, you're a bunch of goddamn hacks that fucking got rich off the fucking words of George R. R. Martin and don't know how to fucking write a goddamn script. I hope every movie you ever do is a failure. Oh, I forgot about your Brad Stark hatred. That's so funny. I foresaw Alan's hatred, and it is as it should be. That was George R. R. Martin's idea, though. I'll never forget the podcast prior. Where like Shaq apparently just muted himself to burst out laughing because he saw the spoilers, and that night I did, yeah. All my <laughs> <laughs> chilling with all my friends who fucking read the spoilers too, and we're laughing as well. Like, why is everyone laughing at me? Oh. There's something about to happen next fucking episode, right? Oh, that Alan, was you were my oh, favorite thank part God of that me that. that was one of the funniest things of my life. <laughs> and I'm still watching, going, no, don't you fucking, no, don't you fucking. No. I didn't believe it. I did not believe what I was watching. <laughs> I thought my bard's tale of Bran Stark the Amazing cooled your or melted your frozen heart towards Bran no, Stark. No, hell, fuck no. no. <laughs> I will always but be it, mad at that. It had but, one thing it, that uh, everybody else didn't have. A great story. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, I, like, yeah. I didn't even hate it because I just kind of gave up at that point. The one thing that, that I gave up on for that was when they're like, hey, a song of ice and fire. I was like, you crowbarred that in. Oh. You, <laughs> you know where I was done with the finale? Because I, I don't think I've ever voiced my opinions about the finale on anything because I stopped giving a shit about Game of Thrones like last season. Uh, when, when Daenerys is stabbed... And the dragon flies away, and you know all those Dothraki are just like fucking ready to murder whatever. And then it cuts three months later. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you guys. You this guys are so Dothraki, even though I'm pretty sure we saw them all die five episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. not only that, but like they... later on in the episode, they just show them chilling out in the market, like, hey man, it's cool. Whoa, what's up? There's a lot of inconsistency yeah. throughout the They wrote season. themselves into a <laughs> corner, and they decided the best way to get themselves out of it was three months later. I was like, I'm fuck sorry. you guys. You guys are just being lazy <laughs> with my time at this point. TV I will admit do that the, the last time. season was a little bit sloppy. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little bit overweight, but anyways. But, yeah, but the, the other thing, and I'll make it real quick, is Damn. nothing pisses me off more than lying to me in a trailer. Dark fucking Phoenix. Ooh. Why did that trailer Fuck lie you, to you? What did you, what did you, what did you think? <laughs> what did you what think? That was the what most think, honest Jack? trailer ever. No, 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 what do you think, Shaq? I'm glad you brought that up. What I thought is Jean Grey was going to be the bad guy. That's what I fucking thought. Well, they showed it in the trailer. There's a train sequence in which Magneto is clearly talking to Jean fucking Grey. But when you watch the fucking movie, they just contrived some fucking reason to have uh, what, uh, fucking Jessica Chastain there being some fucking weird-ass alien or some stupid shit. Uh, so missing eyebrows. You shouldn't have expected snatchers. much from that, though. Oh, I don't. God, I'm in the theater going, don't you fucking do this. Don't you fucking lie to me. I almost walked the fuck out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but instead, I was still disappointed. you saw it twice, right? Yeah, well, a bunch of friends of mine want to see it, so I figured I'd be social. <laughs> He's a, fuck a that. good friend, good guess. You saw yeah. cats twice, go fuck yourself. I saw cats once. Yeah, you'll see it again. <laughs> All right, well, then, uh, Nick. Yeah, so um, here's the thing. Originally, I was going to say the two things that Alan and uh, Julian said, because, yeah, Anthem... Uh, it, it was breaking people's consoles. I think someone in here was like, "Hey, like, why would you say Anthem, Julian?" It's like, "Well, yeah, like, if something completely just destroyed your console, that's fucking an issue." But um, I gotta say, comic book adaptions is is my number one. Like, I can't put that put that into any other list. So like, just by itself, singularly, 
Um, yeah, I fucking hate comic book adaptions, man. I think that 2019 was the year where I think the flames kind of dried out or just kind of blew out. Uh, I think that Captain Marvel, Far From Home, Endgame, like there's just so much shit that's come out. And granted, there's certain things that kind of like escape my, my negative outlook on it, like Joker or fucking The Boys on Amazon. Those two things are great. Uh, Watchmen, I mean, I, I hear that's okay, but like these big budget oh, fucking movies. Yeah, uh, Shazam's another one that's terrible. I mean, like, I'll put that oh, in my Shazam. Yeah, I like Shazam. Shazam! I loved it. <laughs> yeah, Shazam was, was great. It's a big ripoff that's better than big. No, it's not better. It's a good remake of big. It's uh, less creepy than try big. Try rewatching big. I think Big still holds up really well. Yeah, it does. I, I've seen it. Uh, no, like it does not. I mean, it's a little creepy. Big is that but... stripper scene, but throughout the entire movie. That movie's creepy as fuck. It is a little creepy. The fact that Shazam isn't is kind of weird, though, don't you think? <clears throat> well, I think the biggest thing about this, though, that, I, that just pisses me off with comic book adaptions is because, like, it's getting to that point now where it's almost like a social stance when you don't like one of these fucking movies. You, you know, if you don't like Shazam, just like what happened in here, it's like, oh, I can't believe it. You get someone <laughs> as amazing as Mark Scorsese. Yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah. He didn't say one it thing. weird. <laughs> Yeah, that, they that kept cool. he said, he said that man. same thing a couple fucking times. Because they, they wouldn't leave him alone him. about it, so I don't they blame wouldn't. him. <laughs> yeah, true, but he doubled down stuff, every time. A lot of people would talk about it. Well, he wasn't even him, really yeah. wrong what he said. He just sounded like a reasonable yeah, person that didn't like a type of genre of film. The media yeah, likes yeah, he's to not wrong. Up a portion, I think. Yeah. It sounded like Grandpa couldn't keep up with all the colors. Wait, do you put Watchmen under the list of comic book adaptations that, uh... Yes. Talk too much about Watchmen because I haven't seen the entire fucking season, seen like an episode and a little bit. So like, I don't want to talk too much about that. But the things I did see, I feel like those are the things that that I really want to emphasize. Because here's the thing too, like even with that Scorsese thing, I think that you know, like this guy's in the business of cinema, and because fans are so lost in their fandoms that they feel like they know more than the people who make this shit, and it gets kind of crazy. It's like, like I find that wait, statement Nathan, that he Nathan. made Sorry, frustrating Nick. because. You know, no. I just saw 1917, and there were moments that that felt like a ride, and it's not a bad thing. He never said yeah. that. Yeah, he said it was. Theme parks were nice. What's your one thing that you hate? What's the one thing? Yeah. Um, I just, like, here's the thing. The biggest thing about this is, like, you know, you get into situations, like, where, you know, we waited so long to see a movie like The Irishman, but then you get Avengers Endgame, which was just a year removed from the prior movie, and then a month removed from Captain Marvel, and yet, at the same time, you know, you expect people to sit in there for three hours and 20 minutes just because you know for sure people are into their fandoms. I feel like that movie was not made for the comfort of their viewer or for the convenience of their viewer. They knew what they're going to do. They knew... And I've had this happen to me with tons of stuff, with music, with video games, with wrestling... And I've had people fuck me over constantly, and I, I'm a very, very abused fan of a lot of things. Even Walking Dead, by the way, because they do that <laughs> shit too. And I think that comic book people have not realized that they're getting fucked with yet. And, and that's one of those things that's really, really frustrating. Um, I think that, you know, there might be a time where comic book movies are going to be cool again, and comic book shows, etc. But this, 2019 was probably the very last year, I think, that people are going to be like, you know what, we're so for this, because everyone's starting to realize this is bullshit. To the point where with Joker... The reason why that did so well is because it was the anti-comic book movie. If you watch that movie, it's a real adult movie that's disguised as a comic book movie, and people didn't even know what the fuck they were buying into. That's why it got so many mixed reviews at first, and then ended it's, up making a lot of money. It's funny, I would disagree with you, except my professor said the exact same thing, so I guess that does hold traction with people. Wait, Nick, Nick, I have a question, Nick. What's up? What's up? 
What's your one thing you hate? <laughs> it's Comic Nick. book adaptation. Just everything. Yeah, let, let's just leave it, leave it at that. Leave it at that. Well, and, I, and as somebody who personally loves comic books and stuff, I actually kind of agree with you on a lot of points. You know, like, I love Captain America. I have tons of, like, Captain America collectibles and stuff, but I kind of agree that there is becoming a bit of a fatigue um, with comic book movies and stuff, so you're not it's, wrong on any of that. And but I think Endgame is not part of that points. fatigue. It's, it's not a fatigue with comic books. Endgame is good, fatigue. but that's also kind of like this should be like the natural end point if it like I guess they're just gonna keep going as long as they can that's yeah. kind of how I feel too well, it's it's a natural like ending point for a lot of people you gotta yeah. understand I'm not thing. one of those people but you I see the thing why people with comics are. is the identical thing that is ha- that happened with comics when they originally came out is there was so sh- such a rush with so many new interesting characters that were getting their own comics but it hit a saturation point that that's when they would do the crossovers to tra- to keep revi- to keep these uh, characters in the light but after the first few big crossovers, it got to the point where nobody really knew how to keep these characters going. That's how you get the Amazing Spider-Man, Superior, Spectacular. That's how you get the different options of different universes. That's what they're doing right now. They already hit peak. Endgame is the peak of comic book movies. Doesn't mean it's going to fail. It just means now we're going to get the random, the weird, and the stuff that's smaller budget, like Joker. And that's it's, cool. That a... I like that's, that. That, that is good, great. That's I great for people. I like Joker, so... Didn't, didn't yeah, I'll take more Logan's and I'll take more Jokers over more Avengers Endgame. Okay, Far End From Game. Home made a billion because it had Marvel in front of it. It's, it's a great like comedy, and that's why it... Actually, the biggest closing I'll, thing I'll, to I'll, say about this, though, just to close it all out, is just the fact that, you know, like, it's so bad now that we've gone to the point where now it's going to start affecting other media. And you look at video games... And right now, I think everyone's obligated to say that they're excited for this fucking Avengers game that's coming out, and it looks bad. The voice uh, acting's bad. No. The design's bad. Who says that? Who says they're looking the forward to that game? Bro, I'm looking that's forward. That's gonna to be it. a huge yourself. bomb. It comes out like a week before The Last of Us Two, I think. No, The Last of Us Two got delayed to like Last of Us got delayed. That? <laughs> you see what yeah. I'm saying? Like, yeah. Anyway. Anyhow. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, you know what, Lexi? Why don't you say something? Oh boy, do I have a least favorite film of the year. Thankfully, probably not many of you have seen it. It was an indie movie that um, Justin and I watched for one of the Screener Squad things earlier in the year. And it stuck in my mind because of how bad it was, even though it's out forever ago now. It's called um, Body at Brighton Rock. And... Oh, I saw that one. Oh, you're, yeah. Saw, you're um, legitimately maybe the first person I hear say a bad thing about it, because I've heard nothing but like mostly positive. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So... Um, I'll, I'll preface this a little bit as somebody who um, grew up going camping a lot and being outdoors a lot, like, because my dad was um, in Boy Scouts and stuff, and so, like, I went with him on camping trips all the time, and I'm watching this film, and it's like, the, the gist of it is that there's a park ranger who, she's really new at her job, and she finds um, a dead body, you know, body at Brighton Rock, she finds a dead body, and then she ends up realizing she's lost, and she contacts the people and she's like and, and they're like well just stay there and wait with the body and that's like the film <laughs> she's waiting behind the body and she, and i think the frustrating thing about the film for me is that it just it shows her as this like most this incompetent person like even just rules of common sense evade her i'm like even if you're not the most experienced person in the wilderness you should still have some common sense like don't throw your walkie-talkie miles away or something or well it's just you know. the fact that she's a volunteer park ranger and yet she seems to have no knowledge of the basics of how to be a park yeah, ranger. yeah and i'm like oh welcome to volunteering in anything where they'll just get anybody well, that says yes well the thing is it's like i think park rangers you, i think you i don't know um i think in the film like it was like her actual job i'm not even sure it was necessarily volunteer and you still have to have 
experience and training oh, yeah. to do those sorts of jobs. Like, as somebody who knows some people who are in these lines of work, you have to have a lot of experience. You're not just going to throw anybody out there. Because yeah. the danger yeah. of being in the wilderness is that you could potentially die. Just saying. It's the wilderness. Right. Even if people it's who like, have seen John Deere ads know more than she does about camping. <laughs> exactly. That's how they felt. And it was just so infuriating to watch because like, I think it could have been interesting. I think that's the most frustrating thing. Is it could have been interesting. It had an interesting premise because it could have dealt with like, the psychological effects of, like I don't know, finding a dead body and things like that. But it was also just really boring for the most part, and some of the effects, like, towards the end, were, like, really wonky. Ooh, and, yeah, it, the, uh, <laughs> the part that was the worst was that it kept switching tones throughout the movie. Yeah, and that, that too. The one point when it started to tease of being a horror film, and you're like, ooh, don't show those effects to anybody. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, I just felt a little insulted, honestly, with my intelligence of this film. I'm just like, I, I understand that horror movies will have dumb people, but it was just ridiculous in this movie. I couldn't even just put aside, like, okay, it's just a movie, it's just a movie. I'm like, no, 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 why is any of this happening? She didn't even have to be in this situation if she just didn't wander off. Yeah, it's funny. Uh. I, I didn't hate this as much as Lexi, but it was so funny sitting here watching her just, like, like you can see, like, like she was like, red like a tomato. I was just fuming. I was just like, this, I don't know why this movie made me so mad. I think, once again, because of my own experience and being actually outdoors, I know all, and as I said, I don't think being outdoors is really that difficult as long as you just... Huh? Have common sense, but she did not have any common sense. So sorry. Common I sense there. is not common. No, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Everyone well. she contacted, she blamed for her situation. Oh yeah, like, and that oh, hello, too. What? Where are you? She's like, this is your fault. I'm lost. Save yeah. me. Yeah, it was just so. It was, she was just a frustrating character too, and I was, and it was like, yeah. I felt like it was trying to push the like, she's a strong woman and i'm like well i it's not working for this film because she just keeps doing stupid stuff yeah so i don't I, I can't uh and just the last thing just before we get on that that freaking bear thing that, oh, that was the, the absolute worst no i thought it was kind of about the bear <sighs> anyway yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway um paloma oh um better uh, for me it was motherless brooklyn I really, oh, really? despise that film. I mean, I mean, I'm a big film noir fan, and I think it failed. I mean, I think it, you know, it didn't just, it didn't. I mean, it failed at being a film noir film. I think it was like a really bad film noir film. I, I think the acting wasn't that great. The script writing, um, I think it was the, I think it was, I think because this, I think the actors were amazing actors that they hired, but I think in cast, I mean, and I think with the script they had, they couldn't really pull it off. And I don't know. I just really, just, I felt like I wasted my money and time. I was kind of pissed off that I had seen it. That's Okay, I think you Damn. you might be the only person who's seen this, right? Oh, for a second I thought you were saying The Last Black Man in Brooklyn. Oh, no, oh, no, 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 Brooklyn. Uh, uh, the, the, last the only other person I know who has seen it uh, is Mike McAllister, who said that it was really, really good and put it oh, among wow. his best of the That's year. That's I know. Yeah. I know there's some people but I've, also, I've heard some good reviews, but I despised it. So. So. I'm sorry. He, he has a personal history with Tourette's, so I just figured oh, okay. that... Uh, Damn, Nathan. <laughs> Jeez. God damn. Don't put his business out there. Like no, I mean, Mike has, been, Mike has been open about that stuff, too. So don't. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, that's okay. true, that's true. He said it on the Gathering yeah. podcast, you dicks. And you can tell. <laughs> well, well, it you it up, it's how you brought it up. <laughs> no, yeah, it's just funny how you're like, but, you know, he has Tourette's, so who knows? Yeah, <laughs> you brought up a valid point. <laughs> it's like me saying, I, well, you yeah, know, no. Justin's, uh, sorry, you, it's like, you know, Alan's from Canada. That's also that a, a valid point. <laughs> Who's Jack? 
<laughs> but anyway, it depends uh, on the any, context. I any guess. last point, Paloma? Before <laughs> I, I would, I would say though that I would say that um, he that uh, the Tourette's part was was well done. I just, I just the rest of it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't very good though in general. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, Nathan. All right. Uh, so I have seen worse movies than this on this podcast alone. I've reviewed worse movies, <laughs> but if there was yeah. a movie that pissed me off more than anything. It was glass. Oh. 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 I, honestly, man, I just saw that for the first time a couple days ago. I don't blame you. Yeah, <laughs> Unbreakable it is not one of my favorite movies, but it is one of the movies I have anticipated a sequel for forever. It's and really I just, fucking I, good. That was your first I mistake. gave up hope. Yeah. I gave up hope. I feel like Sam Jackson at the end of it. He's like, oh, so many sacrifices. <laughs> uh, but no, I and then Split came out, and Split was a surprisingly good movie with an even more surprising ending because the twist ending was it was a movie I was anticipating for like twenty years at the point, and then the trailers came out for Glass, and I probably watched that trailer on a loop multiple times. It, yep. Ugh, I was so it was excited. A good illusion. And the first 15 minutes seemed like, hey, we're going in the right place. And then there's a moment where M. Night Shyamalan has a cameo that's a little bit too oh, gratuitous. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Oh, Look, no. he's on his way to pick up the lady in the water so he can go save Mark Wahlberg from the happening. <laughs> <laughs> and then it becomes so boring that my little sister fell asleep next to me in the theater. And then she woke up when it was over, and I described uh-huh. how stupid the ending was, and she didn't believe me. And I'm pretty sure she's going to listen to this still thinking I'm fucking with her. <laughs> That's so <laughs> ironic. You should have been like, well, why don't you just look it up on YouTube? But um, sh- Dude, the, the, <laughs> ending, the ending twist is so bad because it's so, like poorly done but the entirety of the movie is so unbelievably stupid now if you've seen this movie you already know what I'm talking about if you haven't don't fucking watch can, it can twist. we just say two twists don't forget I, that yeah spoiler talk no fuck the twist the, the dumber part of the movie happens about halfway through where Sarah Paulson's character convinces who uh, fucking uh, Bruce Willis who doesn't give a shit by the way in this movie he's just here for a paycheck oh yeah he gave more of a shit in Lego Movie Part years? 2 he Lego she Movie Part 2 was a man. fun role for him oh yeah yeah but I was saying, if she convinces this man who's been doing this shit for 20 years, that he might be crazy. This she, man has been doing this shit for 20 years. She That's convinces like all of them right that going, they don't have superpowers. Like, you got fucking... Like, there are entire movies dedicated to the fact that they have superpowers. Besides Samuel Jackson, who she also convinces that. And he's like, motherfucker, I'm in a wheelchair. She doesn't actually convince him. She's just like, well, you're just super smart. There's nothing to convince. He's actually smart. But, like, she convinces Bruce Willis' character. Bruce Willis' character been doing this shit for 20 fucking years. Like, how How did... In, and by the way, they specify three days. So in less than 48 hours, this man's entire life has been just a lie. What, what the fuck are you on, movie? Yeah, no, There's only one moment I really enjoyed out of that movie outside of the opening. Uh, there's... Samuel Jackson is put on, like, sedation throughout most of the movie he feels like you know his performance as mace windu in the prequels but uh and and that's no slight against sam jackson he's my favorite actor i will fight anybody 
he has a moment where he slits a guard's throat and he says his first line of the movie and it's like I was just waiting for the right bitch ass piece of glass, piece of glass. or something along those lines <laughs> Yeah. yeah. No. Well, Sam Jackson's the best part of the movie. Oh. Like, he actually starts to wake up. Like, him and James McAvoy are the single best parts. Bruce Willis, oh, yeah. it's like he doesn't give a fuck. These I'm like, two things they went through a lot single of. Best. Well, that's. I, I said what I said. You, you know, you say that, but, like, I. That's why I have trouble straight up saying it's the worst movie all year because I saw The Night Before Christmas. I saw Mob Town. I've seen worse than this. Have you uh, seen Rise but, of the Skywalker? Yeah, no, I I think Rise of the Skywalker is far better than Glass. Yikes! Ooh. That's a low bar. Yeah. yeah. Well, I I will say just having not watched the movie, reading the Wikipedia article about what happens to all three of the main characters is enough to make me not want to watch this movie. Yeah. It's so poorly done and so laughable that I think M Night Shyamalan is pulling a joke on us. Yeah. Look up anticlimactic in a dictionary and you'll find a picture of glass. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no, no, no. For I the honestly third think time. M Night Shyamalan hate M Night Shyamalan hates his fans. So this was a fuck you to the fans. That's literally what I felt like throughout the entire movie because I was convinced I was like M Night's back. I you know split was no fluke. He's back. And then, uh, spoiler alert. I'm going to say spoiler alert like 10 times. Skip forward like a minute in the podcast. Bruce Willis drowns in a fucking puddle. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) They shove his his head into a puddle. That was the whole thing. He was like weak to... That was the whole thing. Was like that was his weakness was water. It's like so yeah, but, but, okay, but every other time they showed that he's underwater. But the, the, it's just so a puddle. Is it like supposed to like subvert expectations or something? Yeah, yeah, like, yes, it actually yeah. was. Yes, the entire because ending I, is all about subverting expectations. They say, "Hey, we're gonna go to a huge tower and we're gonna have a final battle fight," and it's like they get as far thinking, as the parking lots. Yeah, and I was like, huh, much, well, that that doesn't seem like how this movie's gonna end. But sure, whatever. At this point, I just want the movie to end. And then they get as far as the parking lot, and then they, uh, you know what? Well, they set it up for another sequel. If it's just so bad, this is not a well. review for Glass. How did they set up for another sequel. It's yes. it's Glass the most disappointing awful. movie I've seen all year. I wasn't expecting anything out of Rise of the Skywalker. I was expecting something out of Glass. I was expecting something That's original, fair. and they delivered it. And what they delivered that was original was fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, uh, Max. Um, my worst was between Hustlers and Men in Black International. Oh, what? Hustlers? For Hustlers sure, really good. For sure, it's for great. sure. That movie's fucking horrible. What? But it's, it's for <laughs> sure. No, yeah, no. <laughs> no, my worst one is, is Men in Black International is, is my worst of the year. Yeah, That's you better bad. take Hustlers out of your fucking filthy slut mouth. Nah, live <laughs> your truth, man. Live your truth. Whoa. I respect you. Sorry, that's in my, yeah. like, top five. Yeah, but Men in, yeah. Men in Black International was like the worst movie I've seen the whole year. That whole movie was just trash. Yeah, I was so like, like I would I wanted to believe that it could be good, but then when I started seeing more of the trailers and I heard the reviews, I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna skip this it's one. Literally two Kumail, movies. Kumail Nanjiani was like the only like semi funny part, just because like I mean he his part was like shown off in all the trailers, so it wasn't even like that funny. But I didn't think. Um, Chris Hemsworth or Tessa Thompson had like any chemistry at all compared to like when they were in Thor Ragnarok. Like right, they were they just were amazing, totally miscast. Yeah, the the problem with the movie is it's two separate movies. It also brings up a hilariously glaring plot hole that I don't think anybody that has ever been a fan of the Men in Black series has ever actually realized it. Because the entire starting point of this movie is they're using the neuralizer, 
but she but the fucking Tessa Thompson's young character gets distracted and doesn't see the flash so she remembers everything so how many times in the last 30 years of these movies has a bunch of fuckboys just been high and not paying attention to the neuralizer how many people Alan walk around with fucking tinfoil hats lots they're yeah, out there no, no I, I, <laughs> I agree hole. with you on that they actually do address that in Men in Black 1 where they basically say that the National Enquirer is filled with people who actually you know have witnessed yeah. these attacks and weren't ah, neuralized hmm. yeah oh, okay well, also funny because uh, the one thing I've seen ever address that was Cousin Skeeter back in the day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they actually make a point to mention that in one of the plots. I'm just like, oh! <laughs> Cousin Skeeter's been but, coming up more often lately. I don't know The thing why. is, is, what's weird about that movie is Tessa Thompson spends the entire thing kind of being kind of nuts as she's trying to find the men in black. Once she finds the men in black, it th- there's this hard cut where it feels like the movie skipped a time jump mm-hmm. and now Tessa Thompson's not crazy and they're doing all sorts of crazy they're doing all sorts of weird stuff like gallivanting all over the world but it becomes a completely separate more boring movie yeah or she, or she entered that whole like training montage that seemed like it lasted like a few months or something didn't it I don't know the movie's not even quite sure yeah. <laughs> she becomes a different character fair enough um die well guys as you all know I love superhero shit I die for it I grew up on it and I'm very forgiving of things. Uh, I I think the last season of Gotham's awful, but you should still watch the show. Yeah, you shouldn't. But <laughs> if there's something that made my blood boil this year, it's going to be The Runaways Season 3. Really? Oh. You didn't like Runaways? Wait, like, because it got canceled? Like, because it sucked? Because it wow, sucked. That, you didn't like that, that was the worst thing you saw this year? Let me just tell you right now. I hated Runaways Season 3, Season 2. And okay. now I hate season one as well because I how know, know. these last two seasons were. <laughs> it was lazy, but that's not even the worst thing we've reviewed together. I, look, I'm just saying, that was the most disappointing subjective. me. Disappointing thing. I know it's subjective, but also Mob Town. Uh, Mob Town I had fun with. That was. That... Did you not watch Hellboy this year? No, I did not. No, I did not. Alan, okay, did you watch Runaways? Me? Uh, no, I, I, I honestly didn't watch it just because... Like, I was going to, but then, like, freaking uh, Disney and Netflix were just kill-happy with their seasons, and I figured Runaways was next. I'm like, I'm never going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, and it feels like a casualty of that. It feels like they took four seasons and just put it into a blender, and we're just like, ah, fuck it. Paloma, did you like watch it? a dollhouse. Yeah. Well, no, Paloma, though, did you see Did you see Runaways? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all of the seasons. I do, I, I mean, I did enjoy season three, but I do see your point. I do think they did, were rushing it a little bit. Or I lot, thought I Iron Fist season two was better than season two and three of Runaways. Yeah, but I, yeah, I, I did. So. But I mean, I overall enjoyed it. I mean, but I mean, I, I'm really honest with you. When you have two queer women together, then I'm probably gonna watch the show and probably at least in some level enjoy it. So it's it's a little unfair for me to say that. I, yeah, that as well. I, so, I, I enjoyed that, but when they did that, they really did Finn Alex. Finn, did you say? Okay, Alex didn't have much of a story um, plot this this season. They they Sh- Shaq. Uh, did you watch Runaways? Nope. I love the. Comedy, <laughs> you should, never you should the see what they did that to Alex. It oh, is boy. glorious how <laughs> John Boyega would take his arm around this guy like, "Hey, man, it's okay. I get it." Oh no! Wow. <laughs> well, uh, Shaq, you're next on the list. What do you think? Um, it's the thing is, 
It might. If we're doing, if people are doing two picks, I'm doing one really quick mention, but my it's not my main focus. My favorite bad movie of the year is Serenity. That shit is Whoa! a clusterfuck. Yo, the it's twist It's a clusterfuck with a twist, with a third act twist that happens in the second act. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love that terrible movie so much, I need to buy it on Blu-ray. Um, and also, watching it with someone who didn't know the twist beforehand is an absolute treat. Dude, um, I was in a room full of people, and I threw out something bullshit like 10 minutes into the movie. And when the twist happens, I was like, yo, I was right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but the the, the bad movie that I'm going to talk about, it was my least favorite movie of the year for most of the year until I saw Cats. But my least favorite movie this year is Polar with Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, oh, shit that came out this year. Man, man, fuck you for reminding me that movie exists. I I, I, I haven't even heard of Polar. Yeah, I haven't heard of that movie. It's a shitty Netflix movie. It's a a comic book adaptation. It's based on this comic. And I've seen parts of the comic, and the comic is like a silent, like, low-key, like, not even action, but just kind of like a thriller about, like, a retired hitman just trying to survive and shit. And they do that for part, for, like, a quarter of the movie. The other three quarters are literally just Suicide Squad. (laughs) It's just obnoxious Uh. characters with unnecessarily stylized shit that doesn't really make any sense or isn't even cool. And the action... For all intents and purposes, it sucks. The dialogue is, if you t- if you made Suicide Squad and just added f bombs every sentence, um, <laughs> and I normally I'd be fine with that if it was funny or clever with any part of it, but it isn't. Um, this movie was such the biggest waste of time and the biggest waste of potential for something that Mads Mikkelsen could do. And it's funny that in the same year, I think he put out another movie called Arctic. Yeah, which is great. It's much Arctic better. So yeah. <laughs> much Arctic better. is very good. Yeah. Yeah. This man so in the ice. This, this movie was just so enraging. I, like, I was miserable the entire time. And I don't, like, thankfully I've avoided most of the things people were like, this is the worst movie of the year. But that one was one of those ones that, like, I was looking forward to, and I just, I was just pissed. Yo, I, I didn't want to watch it because I'm like, well, Netflix movies generally suck, but people are like, oh, it's like John Wick with a plot. I'm like, okay. Oh, this no. fucking plot is so unbelievably stupid. It's so I didn't stupid. Know where to start. I only oh, was interested God. in it because it looked like Mads Mikkelsen was playing Snake Plissken. <laughs> yeah. The, the movie is, again, the movie is like Suicide Squad and a sequel to Crank at the same fucking time. Without any of the as, things that make it good. And with everything that makes it bad, those movies. Yeah. No, then uh, Bradley. Well, I don't really hate many things. And this one's kind of a cheat because I couldn't finish it. I said I would podcast it but couldn't finish it and we brought it up earlier. And I'm so glad we didn't end up uh, reviewing it because I would have had to tell uh, you, Justin, and Alan, guys, I, I couldn't do it. It was too... It was just too much. It was too stupid. It wasn't but. fun, stupid, and uh, it wasn't British enough either. I mean, I, Shaq, I know you hate dry ass British shit. This is the most yeah. dry ass British shit I've ever seen. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. What I know it? where you're going. And it's Pennyworth. Oh, thank God. Oh, Yo, oh Pennyworth. Yeah. What did you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to say Downton Abbey. Oh, He's I would never say that. That was good. Yeah, Downton Abbey's a great show and movie. Everybody loves that. Yeah. You didn't like Pennyworth? Yeah, that's it. I just I just didn't care for Pennyworth. I didn't like how he was wishy-washy about everything. I didn't like how every woman he met would, was like, Can, are we going to sleep together or not? And it's like, come on. He, he's not even that good looking. I didn't like how he wasn't charming. I didn't like how Thomas Wayne was 
a comedic prop because he's supposed to be well i don't mean to say he's supposed to be because I, I think writers should have freedom to write what they want the show is just all over the place and the intrigue and mystery the music insisted was going on was boring and long Ugh. and i was just disappointed yeah. No, I I remember we were talking about it because uh, you know it was the sequel to the Gotham cast and we're like oh the start of, or the end of Pennyworth as we we're calling it because we assumed it was going to get canceled. That first episode is so unbelievably dull that I'm like this is just the worst parts of Gotham. There's 18 different plot lines, none of which matters. They establish everything they want to for like three seasons worth in the first season. The main character says I'm not a violent man as he murders and shotguns every fucking man, woman, and child around him. <laughs> well, 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 stop making him a violent man then. I am not. A, look, he literally like oh, he literally has a man in a headlock in front of the woman that he loves. An hour later, says tests to her, "I'm not a violent man." Then just murders him in front of her for no apparent reason other and than that's, he kind of tried to hurt her. Yeah, and that's another stupid thing about it. He's like, "Oh, the woman I love, the woman who has my heart." He's known God. this woman for like two days, <laughs> two weeks, depending on the. Is the guy who played Alfred playing. worse than the guy who plays Alfred in Joker? No. That guy was okay in Joker. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah. I don't have anything against either actor. Yeah. Dude, and, and at least during that one scene, I could in Joker, I could believe he had a British accent. This guy has some, one of the worst British accents I've ever heard. Wait, is, is, it, is it an American actor? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's British, but maybe he just has a Well, then he is bad at acting. <laughs> I was like, oh, I and they had a bunch you. of... Uh, I mean, maybe it's like a Carrie Elway's level where people think he's faking it, but he's not. So, Dude, it's, uh, oh my god, I hope he's not British because fuck. Anyway. Unlike most Robin Hoods, my accent <laughs> is real. <laughs> he says in the goofiest accent possible. But anyway, um, well, anyway, I- I'm surprised that neither you or Alan uh, Bradley mentioned this one for another. Er- I mean, no, sorry, uh, another life. Another life. I, I can't. I've watched that- way worse shit this year. Well, to be fair, I, yeah, I can't say that's the, the worst, worst thing I ever saw because I only saw one episode of it and I raged yeah. quite hardcore. But fuck you, by the way. I watched all ten episodes. That was your fault, man. <laughs> You're right. That's, that's your fault for doing your job. But, yeah. but I do know one thing that you and I, Alan, both saw, and I could definitely say was this. Scene. Oh, I know where this is going. I think you know which one this is. This is Awake, the single worst thing I watched uh, all year. What a terrible title for what he had to end up watching. Yeah, a, a movie what so is, bad. I've never heard of that. They couldn't decide which title it was because they changed titles halfway through, but they didn't update the screener, so it still said "Wake Up," even though the movie was retitled "Awake" later on. And I, <laughs> I watched it with you, and I literally did fall asleep. Not even kidding. I actually fell asleep in the middle of the film. I was like, ah. Oh, Boring. It's the funniest thing because the movie's called Awake. And I'm like, okay, okay. And it, it just starts off with Wake Up. I'm like, oh god, we're starting off bad right away. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the worst. It's this. Uh, I mean, I say thriller because nothing thrilling happens in it, but nope. it's a thriller movie with Jonathan Reese Myers, which already is strike one. Uh, where he gets involved Who's in this weird. Co- uh, yeah, which you know he was great in the Tudors, but you know he's been yeah. falling from grace because of his alcoholism and everything else he's been going right. through. Yeah, yeah, but. He gets involved in some strange conspiracy theory involving this nurse that he interacts with after he falls through a car crash situation. Oh, right, there's a plot, right? I, oh that's the thing. God. The plot is so unnecessary to the movie because the movie just forgets to get involved with the plot. But at some point, he brings in this nurse, and it's played by Clint Eastwood's daughter, Francesca. And mm. I think I think there's an actor who is actually worse than Scott Eastwood in acting is Francesca Eastwood because, oh, my goodness. Oh, no. Yeah, so, wait, if, if Scott <laughs> Eastwood... So 
is a Ken doll of the man with no name is Francesca Eastwood. Uh, yeah, Francesca Eastwood. Like, if you say that Scott Eastwood's a Ken doll, Francesca Eastwood's like a generic brand Barbie doll, not even an actual Barbie. Like, she's really pretty, Dude. but just not great at acting. I- Oh, I'm yeah. upset you reminded me about that movie because the dumbest part of that entire fucking movie is so in order to escape from wherever the fuck he is he kidnaps her because she's a nurse at a hospital drives halfway through and says you can go away and she's like she's about to run away and he goes no I'm going to help you the reason she helps him is the single stupidest thing I've ever seen in the movie don't ever watch this fucking movie but the reason she believes him because at some point when he lets her go goes well I didn't do it you can go now and she starts to help him for no fucking reason just continues to help him. 30 minutes goes by and goes, the reason I believed you is because my dad committed a crime and he said he was innocent and I didn't believe him and he died. So I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was kidding. Oh, I, I was going to say, the single dumbest part was where that random character comes in to try and kill Jonathan Reese Myers, who has never been introduced up to that point. And it's about 50 minutes into the movie and they're like, oh, by the way, he's the main bad guy. And you're just like, wait, what? Was that like at the like, oh, yeah. barn or something? No, it was, in, yeah, it was in that garage that he was fighting. Oh, him. yeah, it was a... I, it's yeah. Like, the random such fan. a boring movie. I, I can't even remember half of and it And even worse is that they introduce him in that scene, and then they do a flashback to go, oh, by the way, this is where he was ever else in the movie before this point. Also, just... it just looked so ugly. Like, honestly, it did not oh. look good. It was, the cinematography was atrocious. It is one of the worst shot movies I've ever seen in my life, where, like, literally a third of the shots are out of focus. Yeah. It's, yeah, I, it, it was, it, like, when people say they've seen bad movies... That is an example of the worst of the worst kind of movies. And it's not even they should have fla- they should have flashed the title "Wake Up" halfway through so you could fucking wake up and continue. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That maybe woken me up. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> End of part two. We got more to come though, so stay tuned.